welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. We have allowed ourselves to become so disconnected and ignorant about something that is as intimate as the food that we eat. Be prepared to grow your own for victory. John said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink foamed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. Hello and welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. I'm your host, Harold Thornbro, and this is episode 98, July 16th, 2018. And today I want to answer the question, what podcasts do I listen to? Also, there was another question that came in with this one, and they wanted to know my opinion about Jack Spearco and the Survival Podcast, so I'll share a few things about that as well. But uh, before we jump into that, man, is it ever going to rain again? Oh, we've had several days with no rain. I don't know how long it's been since it rained, but boy, I've been watering the garden a ton lately, and everything is so hot and so dry. It's been in the you know 80s to 90s, back and forth, and man, it just it is uh, it's really hard on the garden. It's really hard on the animals too. The heat's been really hard on the the rabbits. Quail seem to do all right with it. They don't seem to mind, but boy oh boy it has been uh, brutal around here with the heat and the lack of rain so hopefully uh, we're supposed to get some today we will see i don't know it was supposed to rain yesterday too and it didn't so i don't know they kept low at first it was saying it was a hundred percent chance today and now it's showing a, it's like a 60 percent so i don't know it's uh i think it just teases us a little bit but man i hope we get some pretty soon i'm kind of getting tired of watering the garden and um and i just it never does as good like that it always it just the, the garden explodes with a good rain shower every time you get a good soaking rain and it just it just does uh so much for the garden but i'll tell you what this has made me do it's made me really appreciate the aquaponics tank a lot more i mean every day i'm watering i'm thinking you know that i could really see the advantage of that aquaponics tank because you just don't have to water it i mean it's just a constant flow of water and uh i'm thinking hmm that uh that makes a lot of sense you know so um, that thing is used even though you have to fill up that big old giant tank underneath the uh, the grow bed and put fish in it, uh, in the end, it uses a lot less water than watering the garden every day. So, uh, yeah, I'm really seeing the advantages of, a, of an aquaponics tank and weather like this. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Might have to be doing some serious expansion on the aquaponics uh, on my homestead in, in the future. We'll have to take a look at that and revisit that soon. <laughs> well, in this podcast, I want to just, uh, like I said, jump in and answer a question about what I'm currently listening to. Uh, this question came in. Um, from Patrick. Patrick asks, I was wondering what podcasts you listen to. I find there aren't a lot of great podcasts that talk about homesteading and thought maybe you might know of a few I haven't heard of. Also, what is your opinion about Jack Spearco and his podcast, the survival podcast? Have you ever listened to it? And if so, do you find him offensive? I like some of his content, but I have a hard time with how he comes off. And you know what? First thing I want to do, I want to, I want to answer that question first. And rest assured, if I didn't have anything good to say, I wouldn't even answer this question. Um, but I do have some good things to say about Jack Spearco. So let me just share my opinion about him and his podcast and what I think about it. But uh, let me just tell you first how I, I first found out about Jack. Go back six years ago, I'm sitting on my butt in my house for several weeks because I just had surgery for cancer. 
And I'm thinking homesteading. I ran across some YouTube videos I really enjoyed. It made me start thinking about homesteading right here where I was at. You know, and I just started just, you know how you do. You get down a, a rabbit trail and you just start getting all the information you can get on it everywhere. It re- it led me to a podcast called Self-Sufficient Home- Homestead uh, that was uh, hosted by Johnny Max and the Queen. I don't know if anybody remembers that podcast or not, but it was it was pretty bad quality. But Johnny Max and the Queen were so likable that you just tolerated it. And I, I don't know why. You know, and there wasn't even a ton of great information in that podcast, but I did find it entertaining and I really liked them a lot. And they went away after, I don't know how many episodes they'd done, but they went away eventually. And anyway, that's how I found Jack. I heard him mention Jack Spearco on his podcast. So that led me over to Jack's podcast. Well, I'm listening in Jack at this point, he's got well over 2000 episodes, uh, podcast episodes. So there's a lot to listen to. So I started just listening backwards and I'm listening to all these episodes. And, and I find that, you know, with Jack, there was some episodes that didn't interest me because it's called the survival podcast. It's not totally a homesteading podcast. There was a lot of stuff in there that, uh, you know, didn't interest me. But what I've found over time is a lot of those things that didn't inter- interest me at the time. I found inter- interest in them because he just talks about a whole range of topics. I mean, he talks about, you know, uh, a finance. He talks about, uh, like I said, uh, prepping and survivalism. He talks about, I mean, he talks a lot about Bitcoin and, and, and currencies of that nature. He talks, I mean, he talks about so many different topics, but he talks a lot about homesteading. And, um, I was listening to a lot of the homesteading, uh, podcasts that he did. And, uh, I, I thought, man, I love what this guy's doing. And I'll tell you, I think he had probably the largest impact on me that anybody had as far as getting a homestead rocking and rolling. Um, because he, he just had so much to say about it. And even, and when I first started listening to him, so he's on a different homestead now than he was then, but I think he was even on a smaller property then he's only on three acres now. And, you know, and he's doing a ton of stuff and he talks about a ton of stuff and he just took me down so many paths, herbal remedies. He took me down a path of, um, raised beds. And I'll tell you the, probably the biggest impact he had on me was he took me down the path of permaculture and permaculture. Like I said, he was, he was the first person that I ever heard the term from. And, uh, that's probably had the biggest impact on my homestead as anything, uh, because I've just took a lot of those principles and I've used them here to grow as much food as I possibly can. So he introduced me to, to that term. He, and from, from that, he led me down a path to discover a larger homesteading community and a larger permaculture community. You know, I was introduced to people like Jeff Lawton, Bill Mollison, you know, all these people that, uh, that were are big players in the, in the permaculture field. I heard about through him. I heard about books you know, about homesteading. I heard about other podcasts through him that I found other podcasts to listen to. So, I mean, there was just so much that I gained from, from Jack Spearco. I I couldn't possibly have anything bad to say about him. And I think he's made a huge impact on the homesteading community in general, the, the permaculture community in general and, and survivalism, prepping all that. And that's something else I think he does really well. He, he tempers the prepping attitude He's really big on prepping. He, of course, he thinks it's super important. I mean, again, it's the survival podcast, all right? But he really brings it back a notch. You get all these extremes from from a lot of uh, 
anything that has to do with survivalism or, or, or prepping in that community, a lot of times are just over the top extreme. You know, it's all about end of the world scenarios and building bunkers and storing up all the food you can. That's not Jack at all. He's really good at bringing things down a little bit. He he has a good plan for 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 just what I call common sense prepping. You know, prepping for those disasters that are likely to happen first, and then going from there. And he just he does such a great job of just bringing things down to a normal point of view. And he's very intelligent. He's a very good podcaster. He's very entertaining to listen to, which, you know, I think he had a huge influence on me podcasting. As you pointed out, Patrick, there's not a ton. Well, especially then uh, when I started listening to him a few years ago, there wasn't a ton of homesteading podcasts out there. Uh, I think I found three or four, you know, it made me want to contribute to the homestead community in a little bit different way because there wasn't really anything like what I was doing, you know, because one thing you mentioned about Jack is he, how he comes off. He comes off a little abrasive. He uses some foul language. You know, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. So I wanted to do a podcast that, you know, was a little more fa- family friendly, was a little less abrasive. Uh, because, you know, some people have a really hard time listening to Jack because he can come off a little bit stern. He, he has, he has so much confidence in himself and what he's doing that that turns people off sometimes, you know? And again, he does come off a little abrasive, but now here's the thing. 20 years ago, if you'd met me, I'd probably been a lot like more like Jack than I am. Like I am now. Age has calmed me down a lot. By the way, me and me and Jack are about the same age. I think we're exactly the same age, actually. And and you know he's he's done a lot in his life. So I mean he's he's had a lot more experiences than I've had even. So you know I I was a lot like Jack, and in in a lot of ways I still am. I just don't come out that I just don't do it on this podcast. I try to maintain a a pretty friendly, low temper. I don't really you know sometimes Jack will focus on. The negative side. He t- he takes things and he, you know, he'll deal with things in the news that you know, and he'll deal with the negative side of things a lot. And and you know, it's not that I won't do that. I just try to dwell on the positive, you know, more than the negative, way more. I mean, occasionally, if I really see something that uh, there was a time on this podcast where I was I was looking at, you know, I'd go in and look at news articles or you know, or, you know, articles about homesteading that I would find. Well, the problem is. It seemed like most of the articles, I, I kind of quit doing that because most of the articles that I ran across weren't encouraging at all. They were, you know, they were always pointing out the bad and very seldom did they focus on any kind of solution to the problem. And, you know, I kind of got tired of looking, trying to search for, for stuff that was positive, you know, because I just feel like folks are, are way more apt to jump into things for the right reasons if you focus on the good rather than a bad because 90% of the time I think when you when you when you jump into something uh, focusing on the on the bad if it's the bad things that drove you into that you, it probably won't last I mean not for everybody I look at a lot of people who get into prepping because they start thinking of these are end of the world scenarios and they they just take everything to the extreme well after a while that kind of wears off it it, it, it slows down you kind of level out and then when that happens a lot of people just quit the prepping thing Okay. Well, when I say I like to prep, it's like, that's just responsibility. That's the kind of prepping I talk about, you know, being responsible, putting some food away in case you lose a job, putting some food away in case, you know, the 
and having some some backup power and having some water things like that in case you know the power's out or for a couple weeks or you know there's a a tornado wipes half your town out and it's you know weeks before you know uh, everything's back up or the forest fires are coming so you have bug out bags and you have to get out i mean you just don't know there's these there's these scenarios that happen that are fairly common i mean you hear about them in the news every day that's the kind of prepping that i think you know, that responsible kind of prepping that, that hangs on, that stays with you. And, you know, I try to focus on the right reasons and not so much the what some people would call the doomsday reasons, you know, because I feel like most people, they'll, they'll kind of come out of that after a while. And, um, you know, and Jack's real good about bringing people back to that. So I wanted to do a podcast that was a little lower key, you know, I'm probably not near as entertaining as Jack. I'm probably, you know, I'm definitely not as as um, busy as Jack when it comes to putting out a lot of podcasts. I mean, he's doing a podcast five days a week. And uh, bottom line, here's what I think about Jack. I like Jack a lot. He doesn't offend me at all. And over time, you know what? I'm, I like him more. I mean, I liked him a lot back when I first started listening to him. And I like him more now than I ever did. And I think his, his abrasiveness I, don't be fooled. I think I think uh, Jack is a very tender-hearted guy. I think he really, really, really cares about people, and uh, he really cares about this world. And uh, I think he really does have a heart to do a lot of good in this world. So, you know, definitely listen to the survival podcast. Try to get past the uh, the abrasiveness, and if you can't, you know, there's other podcasts out there to listen to. And we're going to talk about some of those today. And uh, he's not for everybody. You know, but I think a lot of people misunderstand Jack and I don't know Jack personally. I've never talked to him. Um, I am in his member support brigade. In other words, he has a, a membership program that you can support his podcast kind of like I do and with the Homestead Forum membership community. And uh, I'm, I've been part of his, his MSB. I mean, that's how much I believe in what Jack's doing is that I give him money every year and I'm in his uh, member support brigade and I support him and what he's doing because I believe in it that much. So, uh, but if he's not for you, he's not for you. And there's plenty of other podcasts to listen to. And let's just talk about that now. What's my current list of podcasts I listen to? And, and I did want to revisit this. I'm answering this question because um, well, I did talk about this probably over a year ago. I mentioned a few podcasts on, on here that, that I like to listen to, but that list has completely changed. There's a couple of them that I still listen to, but you know, I have seasons where I, I listen to certain things and I don't listen to certain things. And, and that's no reflection. What I'm going to mention today is the ones I listen to. And then I'm even going to mention a few other homesteading podcasts that I'm not currently listening to, but don't take that any kind of ref- as any kind of reflection that those podcasts aren't any good. I just go through seasons where I'm just thinking about certain things and I listen to those podcasts more than the others or, you know, and I'll stop listening to, to some and actually some have went away that I, I mentioned before. They're not, they're not podcasting anymore. So, um, you know, again, my list has changed quite a bit in the, uh, in the last couple of years to what I was listening to then and what I listen to now. Plus I just don't have as much time to listen to as many podcasts now as I used to. So, and, and these are homesteading related podcasts that I'm going to mention today, but I actually do listen to a lot of other podcasts. I listen to some business podcasts. I listen to, I listen to some blogging and, and, and podcasting podcasts because it helps me to be a better blogger and a better podcaster and keeps me up to date with things that are happening there. Um, I listen to some, uh, just some entertaining podcasts. So, I mean, but I'm not going to mention all those today. I'm going to mention the ones I have to do that I believe, you know, have an impact on homesteading. So, uh, let's just jump into the list. First, I'll talk about 
the Survival Podcast by Jack Spearco. It's one you definitely ought to be listening to. If you never listen to it, it's one I don't. I wouldn't say I listen to every episode of his because there's still things he talks about that I'm not interested in. And I'll just look through the show notes of each episode, and if there's nothing in there I really am interested in. I go to the next one. He does one five days a week, so there's plenty to listen to. And every once in a while, I skip one, and so it's no big deal. But I really enjoy the Survival Podcast. Uh, another one I listen to is called the So Edible Permaculture Podcast by a married couple, Amy and Stacy, and uh, they do a great job. It's a it's a fantastic podcast. It's just basically they they're sharing what they're doing on their permaculture farm, and um, they have a great place. I mean, just to hear them talk about their homestead and what they've done with their little farm, uh, built an off grid home. Uh, you know, and they're always out there doing something new, you know, and they, they got a pretty nice place. It sounds like, and I enjoy hearing their stories. So they're a great one to, uh, to listen to one that, you know, I've listened to just about, uh, I wouldn't say quite as long as I've been listening to Jack Spearco, but I found this one not too long after that. And that's pioneering today podcast by Melissa K Norris. And you can even listen to the episode where I interviewed Melissa, uh, back on, uh, at episode 69, and you just go to smalltownhomestead.com forward slash 69 and listen to that episode. Had Melissa on the podcast, but I don't know. I've been listening to her for probably four years. I think, I don't know how long she's been podcasting. I, maybe, I think I've been doing this one for uh, about three years and she's been around a little longer than me. So I, I don't know. I've been listening to her for a long time. I don't know how long she's been around, but probably pretty close to the beginning. I started listening to, to Melissa. So I really enjoy her. Um, a lot of people complain about the, uh, the sound quality and some of, especially her older podcasts and, you know, but I had the same problem in my older podcast too. We had some sound quality issues and I definitely think she's doing better with that. Uh, but uh, yeah, check out the pioneering today podcast. She talks about all kinds of homesteading stuff and, um, uh, I really enjoy her episodes where she just, you know, she talks about the in kitchen stuff. You know, uh, she she's she does a lot of stuff uh, as far as preserving uh, food and things like that. That I really I've, I've learned a lot from her on that. One a new podcast I started listening to. She's been around just I don't know how many episodes she's got now. It's Farmish Kind of Life by Amy Dingman and um, great great podcast. She's really high quality. Basically, she's sharing blogs. She does like a, a blog post slash podcast. Well, she'll take some of them are her old blog posts that she's turned into podcasts, but really good stuff, really good information. She's really good at podcasting. <laughs> I don't know if she realizes how good she is at it. She's she's really clear speaking and very good sound quality, and she just does a really, really good job, and I really enjoy her podcast. Farmer's Kind of Life, check that one out. And by the way, links to all these in the show notes, so you can just go to the show notes and click on the links and uh, and uh, listen to them. This is episode 98, so the show notes are at uh, smalltownhomestead.com forward slash 98, and that'll take you to the show notes, and you can just click on all these links. So don't think you got to be trying to write these down so you can check them out. <laughs> you can just go to the show notes and get them. Uh, another one that's, uh, I don't know how long uh, Tom's been doing this one, but Small Scale Life by Tom Dahmers. Um, really good podcast. He's He talks a lot about homesteading. He does talk about some other things. He's into some minimalism. He's into, um, he gets into some business stuff here and there. He he's It's a really good podcast. I really enjoy it, but uh, Small Scale Life, check that one out. Uh, Tom does a great job with that podcast. Uh, Living Free in Tennessee by Nicole Sauce. Uh, where did I first hear about Nicole? I think I was just searching podcasts and 
and um, found her homesteading podcast, which I do occasionally. I just I'm always looking for a new homesteading podcast. I found Nicole's podcast, Living Free in Tennessee, and then after that, I heard her on the Survival Pod- Podcast with Jack Spearco, and I thought that was kind of uh, uh, ironic because it was probably like two weeks after I found her, I heard her on Jack's podcast, and now she is part of his. Um, oh, he does once a week. He does like a. Uh, an episode where you can uh, send questions in for expert. It's called his expert council and she's on that council. So she answers questions on, on a show, you know, on on one of his shows weekly. So that's pretty interesting, but yeah, she has a great podcast. It's, she covers a kind of a whole variety of topics, but uh, I really enjoy it. And and, well, I think what really uh, made me originally like her podcast so much was the fact that um, she's right down in the area where I went to high school. I spent, um, say, five years, I think, in Tennessee, uh, my high school years, and uh, that's where uh, her homestead is, right down in that area. So, uh, you know, she talks about a lot of things that I'm familiar with down in that area, so I enjoy that. Another one I listen to is the Living Homegrown podcast by Teresa Lowe. Uh, Teresa does a fantastic job with this podcast now i will say this she's got a little uh money behind her she's a pbs host so she's got a team of people helping her put this podcast together so it's really high quality she has really good guests it's a very professionally done podcast but it's really good you know i find her kind of down to earth and and relatable even though like i said they got a little bit of money behind this podcast and and a whole team of people working behind this podcast I still find it really relatable, you know, kind of almost like an individual doing it the way she does it. So it's really an enjoyable podcast to listen to. So check out the Living Homegrown podcast if you're not listening to that. Now, these next two I'm going to list, they're both uh, permaculture podcasts that I've, I've really started listening to just recently. You know, I'm a big fan of permaculture. So this one particularly I really enjoy. It's called the Abundant Edge podcast by Oliver Gaucher. I really like this one. Um has some great guests on there, but I, I don't know. I just like what they're doing. They're, they're in a community uh, in South America, and it's just, I don't know. I really, really enjoy hearing about some of the things they're doing down there. Uh, I've heard some great guests on there, and it's just a, it's a fun podcast. I like it, and with some great topics, so give that one a listen. This other one, Making Permaculture Stronger, I don't think the host is as good as the one on Abundant Edge podcast. Uh, but they have some great guests. I mean, some really good guests on there. I mean, he's interviewed some some uh, pretty notable people in permaculture. So definitely it's worth listening to just for the guests. And I think he's trying. He's doing a good job. He's just not as good as the, as uh, Oliver Gaucher on the Abundant Edge podcast. But Dan Palmer is the, is the host of the Making Permaculture Stronger. And like I said, it's worth listening to just for the guests. And uh, it doesn't come out quite as frequently as the other one. But they're both worth listening to. I like those two permaculture podcasts. Now, those are the ones I'm currently listening to at the moment. I mean, I for the last couple months, these have been the podcasts in my podcast player. Now, there are a bunch of others, and I'm just going to mention them briefly. I'm not going to get into any details on them. I'm just going to list them, and these are also linked in the show notes if you want to check these out. And like I said, it's not because these are not good podcasts. I just don't really listen to them. Um that much i haven't listened to them for a while and uh but i think they're good you know i think there's definitely some value in listening to these podcasts the first one's homestead story now i do like this one but they weren't putting out as many episodes 
they're here recently. So I, I think I just got out of the habit of listening to them. So I don't think they're putting out a lot of podcasts, one every few weeks, but it's, it's pretty good. Um, they're beginner homesteaders, nice place. They're sharing a lot about what's going on on their, their property, husband and wife. And, um, now it has a, it has a strong, uh, religious twist to it. They're, they, they're, they pull no bones about it. They're, they're Catholics and they talk a lot about being Catholic. So if that offends you, you might not want to listen to that one, but I do enjoy, um, their podcast It is really good. I mean, I was really, I remember when I first found it, I just went and listened to everything they had because I really liked it and they're, they're likable people. They really are. They're very likable people and it's a good, it's a good podcast. So go check that one out. Homesteady has been around probably just a little bit longer than I have been. And, uh, he's got a lot of episodes, but I will say this. I've noticed he hasn't been putting out any episodes lately. That's why I'm not listening to that one anymore. It's because he hasn't put out anything for a while. Uh, I think he's pretty much moved over to YouTube and uh, he's just doing YouTube videos now. Uh, so you may or may not find value in that one as far as new episodes, but there's a lot of old episodes. The quality of that podcast is super, super high. I mean, he spends a lot of time on the editing floor making that one sound really good. Uh, um, it's a, it's a really high quality podcast. Uh, and I like it, you know, it, it's mine. My, my podcast is definitely different than that one for sure, but it's, it's good. You know, he's, he's got some good stuff. He talks about a likable guy and, uh, worth checking out. Another one that I, I like, uh, I just, I don't know why I really stopped listening to it. I guess the, the guests lately haven't been interested in me, but I did see, uh, just this last week, a guest popped up on there that I want to listen to. So I will be going and listening to an episode of this and that's the urban farm podcast. So I do keep up on it. It's actually in my player, uh, I'm in my phone and it does pop up, but I usually just swipe it and I don't listen to it because most of the topics, I don't know, just usually don't interest me that much, but I think he does three podcasts a week. So there's a lot of episodes, uh, in the urban farm podcast and, you might just scroll through their archives and uh, see which ones appeal to you and give them a listen. But I really like what he's doing there. Real heavy into permaculture and even on small scale permaculture, which would you think would really appeal to me. But here's what I find with the Urban Farm podcast. Here's something that he does that, that kind of bugs me. Every episode, every guest, same few questions. He just has a – he just goes through a, like a – a list of questions that he asks them and they answer them. And, and I don't know, that gets a little tiring. I like to just hear conversations, you know, and that's why I don't listen to that one. Cause it seems like a lot of the episodes are kind of the same thing because it's just the same questions over and over and over. And, uh, but I do like it. He does a really good podcast, really high quality, very nice guy. You can tell he's a very nice guy. It's a good one worth listening to. Now, another one that I, I was listening to it there for a while, and I kind of got away from it. It's called Small Farm Nation. It actually used to be, uh, what was it, Self-Sufficient Life uh, podcast. And he changed it to the Small Farm Nation. He kind of rebranded and did a new business uh, and website with it. But it's called Fa Small Farm Nation. He has some decent guests on there. It's all business. I mean, uh, uh, he talks a lot about running a farm business. That's what it's about. But I definitely think it appeals to a lot of people. Uh, so it's worth checking out and uh, decide if you like it or not. I definitely would go back and listen to the older episodes when it was self-sufficient life. Um, those are really good. He does some great interviews with a lot of people that were really, really good. And then he kind of switched over to the more of the business side of it, running a farm business. And it didn't appeal to me as much, but I'm sure for some people it, it has a, you know, it's what they want to hear. So you might want to check it out. 
Uh, one I didn't even start listening to till just recently is called the Joe Gardner show. And, uh, I find it really good. I just listened to an episode here and there, uh, cause I, you know, it's all about gardening and I really enjoy it. And I actually think it's, it'll probably make an appearance as being one of my regular shows. Cause I haven't been listening to it that long. I listened to a couple episodes. Then I kind of just stopped listening to it for a few weeks and, I listened to an episode the other day. I'll probably just throw it back into my regular listening because for a while, because um, I enjoy it. I like gardening and it really appeals to me. So the Joe Gardner show uh, is definitely a great podcast. The Permaculture Podcast. This guy's been around a long time. I think something like 10 years or something like that. He's been doing permaculture, the Permaculture Podcast. And it, it's a good podcast. He's got, He's had some great guests on for sure. Uh, really, if you're into permaculture, um, he has some guests you'll know that wrote a lot of books that you'll you'll like to you want to hear from some of these guys. Um, so it's a good one. I've listened to a lot of them, but he puts out a lot of episodes. It's been around a long time. Just one of them kind of podcasts I put on the back burner for a while, but it's definitely worth listening to. And then another one is called the Creative Destruction Podcast. Now this used to be this is the one by Diego Footer. It used to have a different name. And I can't remember it right now, but, uh, he actually does like three different shows. He does this one, the creative destruction podcast. But I think if you subscribe to this one, all of them will come into your feed. He does one, uh, on like the grass fed life, uh, where he, he's talking to a farmer. He's, he does another one. I don't know. He does like three different ones that pop in. I should probably go look this up to talk about it, but uh, just look up the Creative Destruction podcast with Diego Footer. Um, it'll it'll take you to all of his podcasts, but they're they're decent. They're worth listening to. I haven't listened to him for a while, but uh, I used to listen to him all the time. Really good, really good stuff. Uh, really good topics. Had some has had some good guests on. So there you have it. Uh, there's a few that I listen to, a few that I don't listen to right now but are decent podcasts so you might want to check all those out and uh my opinion on uh, jack spearco so i hope i've helped you kind of find some new shows and maybe i don't know giving you a little different uh attitude about jack and what he's doing there and um i don't know maybe you'll find some value in this hopefully you you folks like this show this was kind of like a real easy show for me to do because I've always been all about podcasting. You know, I, I love to listen. I'm a podcast listener first before I'm a, a podcast creator. So, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And uh, so this was something that kind of appealed to me. I was kind of glad to get this question. It was one of them I thought, ooh, I don't have to put a lot of research into this. I, I know this. I can just talk about this off the top of my head. So uh, there you have it, my podcast that I listen to. Uh, today on the Homestead Life segment, that's where I share something that's better in my life because of homesteading. And today, that better thing is fresh quail eggs. You know, I ate quail eggs for the first time, I don't know, a little over a couple years ago. And let me just say this. Instantly, my life was better. And I way over prefer them uh, over chicken eggs, um, especially store-bought chicken eggs. Uh, these eggs are definitely a little bit harder to work with because of their size. But man, are they worth it. I'll tell you a couple little tricks with, with quail eggs that I figured out. Get a quail egg cutter, because if you're going to crack a bunch of quail eggs with your fingers, it gets a little tiring. And uh, if you're going to hard boil them, man, the only way I'll peel a quail egg anymore is I don't peel them. I stick them in a jar of vinegar. I just take a quart jar, and I'll fill it full of quail eggs. I'll fill it to the top with vinegar. I stick it in the fridge overnight, and the next day, guess what? All the eggshell is dissolved off of it. 
It does give the eggs a little bit of a vinegar taste to them, but I don't have to peel them because they are a pain in the rear to try to peel a hard-boiled quail egg. I mean, it will make you hate quail eggs trying to do that. But you do it like that, and you don't have a problem. Uh, and, and as far as cutting them with the quail egg cutter, man, that changed my life as far as you know, just making up a big old batch of quail eggs because you might have to dump 20 or 30 um, in, a, in a pan to get enough quail egg to uh, you know feed your family breakfast. So uh, a little harder to work with for sure, but wow, they're so much richer. Um, you know, there's just, I think the, the yolk to, to white ratio is a lot different. It's a lot more yolk. Um, so it just has a lot more flavor. I don't know. Great. Just a great tasting egg. And if you look up some stats on quail eggs, just the vitamins and whatnot in, in quail eggs is, is really high. So just a great little egg and it's definitely made my life better. And yeah, you, you just, I, you know, I can't get enough of them. I really can't. I really enjoy, really enjoy some quail eggs and it's definitely made my life better. So if you don't have quail, Hey, I, I think it's worth getting them just for the eggs if you're never going to eat them. So uh, there you have it. If you want to submit a question for the podcast, you can send your questions in to ask at smalltownhomestead.com or call or text in your questions to our voicemail at 765-203-1949. Submit as many questions as you want, as often as you like. Here's the thing, guys. I, I need more questions. I don't answer all the questions I get. Some of them I just don't feel like are ideal for the podcast or they're just too short of a topic and I don't. You know, I know there's been some people submit some questions that you may not get an answer to, uh, but submit another one. If you don't think your question is going to get answered, go ahead and submit another one, and maybe I'll get to that one. There are, I think I got about three that I've got in that I'm, I'm probably not going to answer on the podcast. So I need some questions. I have a couple uh, left that I want to answer, but uh, that's it, and I need some more questions. So if you want to keep up this uh, pace and this format, uh, send in some questions. I really need some more. So. Yeah, I do that. Uh, this podcast is made possible by those who join our Homestead Forum membership community. If you want to learn more about the benefits of that membership, go to thehomesteadforum.com or there's links at smalltownhomestead.com. You can just click on over there and you can just read all about what you get if you become a member. There's a lot of benefits. There's extra podcasts. There's videos. I'm doing the, the uh, live chats. Um, there's member discounts and of course there's a forum at the membership forum. What do you know where you can get in and interact with other homesteaders and, um, you know, just be part of a community there and, uh, you get to support this podcast. That's the number one reason for joining the, uh, the homestead forum. So go check that out. Uh, it really helps us keep things going and, um, and uh, it's, I think it's worth joining. Uh, I think there's a lot there for what you get. And basically if you would say, you know what? I like what Harold's doing. And, you know, I'd probably just, I'd buy him a, I'd buy him a cup of coffee once a week. You know, if, uh, if he'd do a, you know, a couple of extra episodes a, a month or whatever, that's what you get. I mean, it's that cheap. I mean, basically it's like buying me two, three, you know, cups of coffee a month and you get some extra episodes and all that other stuff. And we keep things going, you know, keep the lights on around here. So, you know, like I said, it's not a lot of money and you get a lot in return. And, uh, I, I, you know, I think it's I think it's worth joining, so check it out. Uh, the show notes for this episode, again, can be found at smalltownhomestead.com forward slash 98. And I appreciate you joining me today, folks. And until next time, happy homesteading and God bless. Thanks for listening. To see the show notes for this podcast or listen to other podcast episodes, go to smalltownhomestead.com. 
There you can also read our blog, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, and take advantage of the many resources we make available to help you along in your homesteading journey. Please share this podcast and help us to carry out our mission of helping others to homestead today for a better tomorrow. Thank you.